What's up, y'all? Let's do this. guys welcome to Nikki's world I'm Nikki your host and today guys we got to talk about the CDC again it seems that the Centers for Deception and Control they want to put the COVID vaccine as a scheduled immunization for kids in school and then we have to talk about this new ad from the Citizens of, of Sanity that argues that the Democrats don't give a shit about them about Asian Americans, and I have to agree, and we'll talk about that further. And then also, guys, we gotta talk about Instagram, man. It's time for people to get the fuck away from Instagram, alright? So before we go any further, guys, if you guys love Nikki's world so much, seriously guys. Please consider donating a cup of coffee for me because for a price of a cup of coffee at Starbucks, Dunkin' Donuts, and Cumberland Farms, guys, you guys help keep this podcast show alive. You guys help me curate more stories, more topics like this to talk about. I do accept Bitcoin donations. I'm also on Locals, guys, if you guys want to support and sponsor this podcast show. If you guys love Nikki's World so much... Please hit that like, subscribe, please give me a review, good, bad, and the ugly. And also, guys, if you guys want to support Nikki's World, you guys can support this show through my affiliate links listed below, which are Shabari Study and Amazon. And before we get the show on the road, guys, if you guys love this episode and any of my other episodes on Nikki's World, please feel free to share this across all the social media platforms that are out there today. Ooh, wow, yeah, that's a mouthful, yeah. I'm typing up as always, and judging by the looks in my diaper, I'll probably do a diaper change at the end of this podcast show. So, let's get on with the show today, right? So, holy Moses, man, it seems like the CDC, okay, it seems like the CDC wants to now mandate that your kid takes the experimental COVID vaccine when in fact 
the science says that the kids aren't likely to die from COVID. It, all it is is about political control. It's about, like, oh, your body doesn't belong to you anymore. Your body belongs to the state. That's what it is, man. Holy Moses. And then I got this article from Substack, which is run by Dr. Robert Malone. I'm telling you, man, you're going to see a political rebellion like no tomorrow. This is going to make the Tea Party movement look like a kindergarten nap session, okay? Because I hate to say this. There are going to be parents out there who are going to pull their kids away from public schools. What the CDC is actually doing is pushing more kids and more parents to push their kids into private schools, charter schools, and even homeschooling. Essentially, guys... Private schools, charter schools, and homeschoolings are going to be a lot more popular than public schools because the parents that don't want to vaccinate their kids, don't want their kids to take this experimental jab or this experimental vaccine, they're going to pull their kids out of public schools, and and it's going to be and it's going to be a nightmare for for parents in in blue states, red states on the other hand. They won't follow the CDC. I mean, look at Florida. Look at Texas. Okay? Those states won't follow the CDC guidelines. They're going to be like, oh, fuck you. States rights. Yep. But then I feel sorry for the parents and the kids who live in blue states who are going to be forced to, to mandate that your kid takes the jab. If they want to attend public schools, I'm telling you, man, parents in blue states are going to pull their kids out of public schools and they're going to either send them to homeschool, private school or charter schools. They're going to make they're going to make those so damn popular that public schools are going to wonder why their enrollment is so down while private schools Charter schools and homeschools enrollment is expanding because you know why? Parents are sick and tired of the fucking vaccine mandate. They are so fucking sick and tired of like the government being intrusive in their fucking lives. This is why, guys. I have to say this. This is going to make the Tea Party Revolution look pale. And, and if this gets out to the parents of these kids that that the coming school year next year, that they're going to have to admit that force their kids to take the jab if they ever want to attend elementary, middle, and high school. <laughs> I hate to say this, man. Enrollment is going to take a huge nosedive. And uh, if you don't believe me, flag it on Friday, October 21st at 1.41 in the morning. 
that enrollment in public schools is going to take a fucking nosedive. You think you think it's going to take a you think it's taking a nosedive now because of the CRT crap and the sexualization crap being pushed in in public schools? Just wait till this vaccine immunization schedule requirement being pushed onto your kids. It it's going to accelerate that to the point of no return. I'm telling you this, man. I'm telling you this for a particular reason is that a lot of these parents are going to pull their kids out of the public schools. They're going to sit there and say, nope, we're not sending our kids to public schools. We're not sending our kids to be educated and sexualized or having to be forced to take the jab, which is experimental and hasn't been proven to stop the transmission. And you can... You can see that in another clip, and there's the video out there of the Pfizer, like, exact saying it to the European Parliament Union, saying that they never tested the vaccine. We just said they, they, their excuse was they had to go at the speed of science, and you wonder why parents don't want to want to want to force the vaccine on their kids. Even the parents themselves, they don't want to. They don't want to be forced to take the the vaccine. I don't fucking blame them. I really, really don't. But believe me, guys. Believe me. I I look at this as like this. This is another avenue where the government wants to be authoritarian. And they want to dictate and control everything that you do and all that. And this is what I'm going to say. And I agree with Dan Bongino on this. Is that. We need to. We need to defund. And abolish the CDC. Just like defund the FBI movement. We need to abolish and defund the CDC. They've been. They're corrupt. They're political. They had, they failed to do their job. And they just need to. Be disbanded. Immediately. Just. Get rid of them and let all 50 states do their thing. Okay? Let, let the states do their thing. And I'm telling you this, man. This is going to be a political rebellion like no tomorrow. <laughs> this, is a, this is the type of rebellion, folks, where you have people that are going to go up at arms against the schools and against the states saying... Why do you want me to force my kid to take the jab just to attend, say, public high school, middle school, or elementary school? They're going to be like, hell no, we're pulling our kids out of the school system. We're going we're gonna to either homeschool them or we're going to send them to private school or charter schools. And you know what I think the fourth option is? There's going to be a lot of parents who will band together and form their own neighborhood schools. And they'll even hire teachers who agree with their politics to teach the kids around the neighborhood. So, I look at it like this, guys. This is a hill that the CDC wants to die on. That they want to force the kids to take the untested 
unproven vaccine that even the CDC, even not the CDC guys, even the Pfizer executive that had to testify in in the European Parliament said that the, the vaccine wasn't tested to stop the transmission. Not my words, their own words, folks, not mine's. But I will say this, I will say this, guys, is that this is going to be a political rebellion like no tomorrow. And if you thought the Tea Party rebellion in this country was bad enough, get ready for this one, folks. Get ready for this one. And I'm going to say this, guys. Might as well stock up on the beer and popcorn because it's about to get interesting, man. You thought the you thought the parents were in an uproar when schools were indoctrinating their kids in the CRT, which is critical racist theory, and sexualizing your kids in the LGBTQ queer crap. Oh boy, oh boy, oh boy, oh boy. Get ready for this one, folks. Get ready for when when the parents rebel against the state for imposing, saying like, oh, we're just following the CDC guidelines. Bullshit. Bull fucking shit, guys. I'll say this again. Bull fuck shit. In my opinion, parents' rights should trump the government. Plain and simple. Parents' rights should have the final say. Not the government, okay? Now I know it's like this. There'll be parent, there'll be not parents. There'll be blue states like California, New York, Connecticut, Mass, who will say, "Oh, we're following the CDC guidelines. We're mandating all this stuff. We're mandating this, mandating that." I'll be like, "Okay, yeah." I feel sorry for the parents that are gonna that live in blue states that are gonna suffer through this. And my suggestion to these parents: get your kids out of fucking public schools as fast as you can. Get your kids out of these fucking indoctrination centers as fast as you can, because that's what public school is. It is an indoctrination center, not a place where they educate your kids. So, pretty much. The, this is going to ignite a political firestorm like no tomorrow. And you know the ironic thing is, they're doing this right before the midterm elections. Have you, have any of y'all ever put two plus two together and figure that? Why the hell would the CDC like vote to mandate the Put the COVID vaccine as part of the child's immunization requirement to go to school right before the midterm elections. Is it that they want to do it knowing that the Republicans will take over the House and the Senate and knowing that once the Republicans regain Congress, that their mandates are going to be going to be like kiboshed within about five seconds (laughs) it seems like they're trying to rush this just to just to help the democrats win but 
they know that the Democrats are going to get their asses kicked in the midterm elections because basically people are sick and tired of what the Democrats have done to this country. Yeah, pretty much, guys. Pretty much, but I look at it like this. This is pretty much going to be a political firestorm. Right before the election, this is this is already pushing parents to vote Republican a lot faster than to vote Democrat. This is pretty much, pretty much, guys. Pretty much, okay? So, other than that, I do want to talk about this article from the post-millennial. It seems the group Citizens for Sanity argues that Asian lives don't matter to Biden Democrats. Well, whip dee doo and la dee duh. We I could have told you that a long fucking time ago. Okay? The fact of the matter is, Democrats use Asian Americans to pad their votes. Because without their Asian American vote in the Democrat Party, they have to rely on the Hispanic vote, the black vote, or the LGBTQ vote, or the young college age vote, okay? The reality is, is that a lot of Asian Americans tend to vote Democrat because they think in the back of their mind, they think that the Democrat Party is like the JFK era, okay? But sadly, some of them cannot get past that because they think that, oh, Democrats are like JFK. Democrats are like JFK. Sadly, they can't get past that error. And as a result, they vote. They constantly vote Democrat and constantly vote to hang themselves because they're voting for a party that hates them, that is soft on crime, pro-LGBTQ queer, pro-sexualizing your kid, pro-teaching your kid to be racist, okay? But then they don't seem to understand that the Democrat Party don't give a shit about the Asian American community. They're soft on crime, which is why they've been, Democrats have been working desperately to release criminals into society and cause a spike in Asian hate crimes. And the Democrats are all going like this. Oh, let's stop Asian hate. Let's stop Asian hate. But then turn around and then go release hardcore criminals from prison. And then at the same time, be soft on crime. And then you and then you wonder why Asian Americans continue to vote for a party that hates their guts, is soft on crime, but wants them to pad their their voting base. Makes me wonder why why do these Asian Americans continue to vote Democrat? Why why is the Asian American community like so thick headed, so like set in their way saying like, oh, the Democrat Party, they care about us. They'll do any they'll 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 work with us. 
fuck you. The Democrat Party has not done anything to the Asian American community. They haven't done jack shit iota nothing. They have done nothing. All they've done is use the Asian American community like a soda can. Once they drink it, they throw them out. That's what they that's what the Democrats do to Asian Americans. And that's why they pad their votes with Asian Americans. That's that's why I, that's why every election cycle you see you see Democrat candidates trying to garner votes from the Asian American community, but they don't do a damn thing. On the other hand, Republicans do do care about the Asian American community. They 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 help them versus Democrats. They do shit. They do nothing. They don't. I'll give you an example, guys. My mom, she's a she's a hardcore Democrat. She votes Democrat all the time. Okay? She the last last presidential election, she voted for Hillary Clinton. You know what her excuse was? That she's a woman. But when I press her and say what issues that Hillary Clinton campaigned on that you support, she says, I don't know. She's a woman. To me, it's just ignorance. It's just uneducated ignorance. Okay? And that's typical in the Asian American community is that they'll vote for someone just because who they are and not for the issues that they stand for and not for the policies that they stand for. Okay, it's it's something that I see in the Democrat Party and especially in the Asian American community as well. Okay, the Asian American community tends to vote Democrat because they see the Democrat Party and they think that the Democrat Party is like John F. Kennedy, because we all know President Kennedy was a dem is a Democrat. And what he did to the Asian American community by bringing them into the United States, that's the Demo- the Asian American community thinks that they owe them a lot. But what the problem is, many Asians don't seem to realize is that ever since the assassination of John F. Kennedy, the Democrat Party has changed. It has changed so much. That many in the Asian American community refuse to admit that the party left them. They think the party is, they think the Democrat Party today is like John F. Kennedy. And many of them aren't, aren't realizing that it's not like that anymore, folks. It's not like that. It's, it's... The Democrat Party today, which is all about socialism, communism, Marxism, authoritarianism, is not the same like John F. Kennedy when he was running for president and when he was president. Okay? Now, if John F. Kennedy were alive today, he wouldn't be called a Democrat because his policies would be more aligned with the Republican Party and the conservative movement today. His his policies would be what we see today. Yeah. It pretty much is. It pretty much is, guys. 
But I'll say this. I'll say this. The Asian American community needs to wake up and smell the goddamn motherfucking coffin. They need to wake up and realize that they are voting a party that hates them, that will hurt them, that will do nothing for them. I don't care what you think about about what they say. They may say, oh, we'll, we'll be nice to you, we'll do this for you, we'll do that. But they never do. Instead, they do the total opposite. And then this is why you see... You see video ads from Citizens for Insanity arguing that, like, the, the Democrat Party doesn't give a shit about Asian Americans. They'll sit there and they'll sit there and pay lip service to the Asian Americans and say, "Oh, we believe in stop Asian hate crime," but do they actually do what they say? No, they damn don't, and they're a fucking hypocrite. So. Basically, the Democrat, this group blames the Democrats for their soft on crime and soft on criminals approach. Okay, they are so that the the Democrats are so soft on crime is that because of their policies is why you see a spike in Asian hate crimes and you see a spike of Asian Americans who want to take self defense courses, pistol permit courses to get their License to carry a pistol permit for self-defense. It's because you know why. Democrats are soft on crime. Democrats are are pro-criminal. They would rather cater to criminals than cater to the average citizen and the average working class Asian. Okay, and that's why. That's why it's like this. Democrats don't give a shit about the Asian American community, and all they're doing is using them just to pad their votes. And 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 I tell a lot of Asians like this: stop voting Democrat. The Democrats don't give a shit about you. All they all they care about is you padding their votes. That's about it. Okay, that's why I tell people: vote Republican or Independent. At least that way. You don't give the Democrats ammunition. You don't give Democrats the the reason to to like vote to hang you. Pretty much, guys. And that's why I sit there and I go. That's why I sit there and I go like this. Asian Americans continue to vote Democrat, but they continue to vote for a party that hates their fucking guts. That literally hates them so much. That hates them with a passion. Okay? And they vote for a party that wants to, that wants to release people from prison to do more harm. It's stupid. It is. And it's stupid that I see that in an Asian American community. And then you know what? I'm glad for groups like Citizens for Sanity... Is showing videos like this. And oh by the way guys. The video ad will be linked. In the description below as well. Okay. So. One thing I want to touch about. And I saw this article. On the reclaim. The net. Okay. 
I saw this article today on ReclaimTheNet.org. The title of this article really hits home. It's Instagram to automatically censor a predefined list of offensive terms. Basically, ladies and gentlemen, I've been saying this about how many times, guys? A billion times saying that get the fuck away from these people. Get the fuck away from these leftist social media ecosystems and go to the freedom-loving alternative social media ecosystems, okay? Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, Instagram, okay? Those four, those big four liberal media, social media sites, they hate your guts. They hate what you say. They hate everything about you, okay? They literally, if given a chance, will wipe you off their their ecosystem in a fucking heartbeat. I've often said this to a lot of people, is that start looking at alternative social media systems as a backup in case if Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, Instagram decides to block suspend the platform or basically unperson you that's why for me guys that's why for me I have alternative social media sites like Gab MeWe, Minds, Parlor Rumble, Getter Truth Social and Vero okay Vero is an alternative to Instagram it's slowly, slowly gaining more popularity among photographers. The reason for that is that Instagram, which is owned by Facebook, is becoming more authoritarian. I'll give you, I'll give you a good example, guys. I, I subscribe to a lot of rope kinksters on Instagram. Many times these rope kinksters I've subscribed to their accounts get taken down. Their accounts get flagged over over what Facebook-owned Instagram thinks it's nudity, you know, or sexualization or sexual solicitation. I'm like, and I've said this many times to people, especially in the rope community. You need to get a f- you need to get the fuck away from from anything that is owned by Facebook, YouTube, and Twitter, and Google. You need to get the fuck away from these people. I show them the way, but many of them are so hard headed because they think that it's not going to happen to them. That it that it's going to be like oh that happens to other people, but when it hits home and I see that it hits home to them, I come up I go under. I go on their page and I said, maybe it's time y'all should look at going on Vero, Vero Social as a backup to Instagram. If Instagram constantly takes you down for this shit or any other bullshit that they pull, having a backup is the best thing in the world. And it's going to save you a boatload of trouble. Pretty much, guys. 
pretty much. And I've said this so many times, and it sometimes falls on deaf ears, is that have a backup social media platform. Have a backup for in case shit happens on the on these liberal sites, okay? That's why I like this, for example. MeWe and Minds, they back up Facebook in case Facebook decides to block, censor, deplatform, and basically try to take me out. Vero Social is a backup to my Instagram page. Because let's say if something happens on Instagram and they decide to block, censor, suspend me, deplatform me, and all that shit. People who don't have like alt backups often whine, complain, have a temper tantrum and a hissy fit saying, oh, why did this, why did this do this to me? I didn't do anything wrong. Well, you know what? You probably pissed off a leftist who's probably jealous or probably pissed off an incel who's jealous because they can't they they don't have what you have pretty much guys <sighs> pretty much and this is why i've often told people is that have a backup on vero that's why i've been promoting vero on instagram i've been promoting vero on the rope kink community saying that hey have a backup on Vero in case if Instagram decides to take you out or attack you. Have a backup plan, okay? And I and the way and the analogy I do this is that you know how in in disasters or seasons like say winter season or hurricane season, we always have we always have preparedness like prepared kits and like. Say backups for everything. That's the same thing with my alternative social media platforms. They are my backups to my primary ones that I use, which are which are YouTube, Facebook, and Instagram. The big three. Okay. I used to use Twitter, but then I stopped, so it's the big three. Okay? But if if any of them get attacked and they either get like blocked, suspended, deplatformed, or shut down, I tell people like this: continue to follow me on my alternative social media, okay? And some of them say, "Oh, I don't want to go on there. It's a haven for right wing." You know what? People on the right value freedom of speech. We value. Freedom of speech, freedom of expression, diversity of thought, diversity of opinion, diversity of viewpoints and beliefs. Okay? Unlike the left, they they value like authoritarianism and a top-down approach. Whereas people on the right, we value freedom. We we value your right to speak freely, okay? No matter how hateful it is, no matter what you think of it, no matter what you think is 
either hateful or disgusting. We value that. We value your right to speak freely. On alternative social media platforms that I'm on, I value, like, many viewpoints. Some of them outlandish. Some of them disgusting. But I value that. Because you know why? I go like this. I'm not here to judge your opinion, your viewpoint and belief. I'm here to support you saying you have a right to speak freely. I don't care what your opinion, your viewpoint. If your viewpoint is hateful, disgusting, or or like stupid, I don't care. But I support your right to speak, and I will defend your right to speak. <sighs> That's why I tell I tell my friends all the time, especially the people I follow in the rope kink community. And in the kink community, if you think you're going to have a good presence on Instagram and then all of a sudden, all of a sudden have your account like taken out because somebody on Facebook or Instagram doesn't like you or is jealous of you. I tell people this, have a backup at the ready so when shit happens, you can like shift direction and continue on okay that's why i promote all the alternative social media sites because i tell these people we value freedom of speech we value your right to speak freely okay a lot of people still think that oh it's a haven for right wing conspiracy theories and all this shit well i'll tell you what I haven't been blocked, suspended, deplatformed on right-wing sites. In fact, I've been acknowledged. I've been, like, like, I've made friends on both left and right who, who, who say like this. I value your, your, your opinions. I value your beliefs. I value your, your, your polit- political affiliation. Simple as that. But on the right, I mean, not on the right, on the left, oh, I would be, like, harassed. I'd be harangled. I'd be bullied. I'd be intimidated for my political opinions, my views, my beliefs, my values. I would be, I would be run out on the left in less than five seconds, whereas on the right, I'd be valued. I'd be celebrated. Hell, on the right, we care more about you as a person. We, we judge you based on action, based on character, not on what words you say. We based on what you do, not what you say. A lot of people especially on the left, they like to judge you on what you say, but they don't judge you on what you do because because they, they, they can't figure out how to judge someone on what they do on the right. We've been judging people on what they do, and we know how, how, to, how to tell who's good and bad based on their actions, not by their words. And I often say this, actions speak louder than words.
And that's something the left will never will never understand and they'll never comprehend. They'll never do. Okay? <sighs> okay, guys. It's getting closer. I gotta get this shit up and uh, get ready for the day. Day tomorrow. I got a busy day for y'all. And it's gonna be a wild one. Alright? So, I got to start doing a diaper check just to make sure my diapers are good. So, that way they can hold on for the night or else if I may have to do a diaper change and all. But that's just normal. That's pretty much normal for me. But, anyway guys. I thank you guys for listening to Nikki's World. I hope you all have a good weekend stay safe stay sane out there and oh one more thing guys it's a couple of days before election day and this is my election message to y'all please get out there register to vote if you're registered to vote great take 10 people with you to the polls and then there and then the 10 people you take will take another 10 people with you to the polls as well If you're not registered to vote, give me a goddamn good reason why. Give me a good reason why you're not registered to vote. Right? Simple as that. Okay? Your vote matters. And and make your vote count. In my opinion, do not vote by mail. Vote in person. And make sure your vote is counted and collected in person. Okay? So... I'm going to hit this message a lot before election day because I want to make sure that everybody get out there, register to vote, and vote in person. All right? So please, for the love of God, register to vote. And if you register to vote, get 10 people to register to vote and get 10 people to, to show up at the polls on election day as well. Okay? So, thank you for listening to Nikki's World. I'm Nikki, your host. I will see y'all soon. Bye for now. You just listened to an episode of Nikki's World. Thanks for listening. We'll see y'all soon. Bye for now.